Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, Ram Nation? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by High Plains Strains, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary providing top quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. If you give them a visit, be sure to mention DNBR to take advantage of their deals. I am sleep deprived, got back from Fort Collins uh, around 1.15 in the morning, late night start, 8.45 tip after it got pushed back. But a fun one in Moby Arena. Uh, the Rams pull out the victory 76 to 68 over a really talented New Mexico team. Rams 13 and 1, UNM now 12 and 2. I thought it was a, a really fun environment. Um, the, the crowd was only announced as around 5,100, which was less than I thought. I would have estimated over 6,000. It felt fuller, it was loud at times, uh, especially once. Jalen House started, you know, going back and forth with the fans and then got into foul trouble. It was it was just a classic Mountain West showdown. It was a lot of fun. I fully expect the rest of the home games to be sellouts for the the remainder of the year. But I, I thought all things considered, late night start on a Tuesday with no students in town, you know, it, it was a pretty lively environment. I'm just I'm bummed the league didn't prioritize this matchup uh, later in the season, knowing that the students would be on break. You know, I'd, I'd like to see this be like a CSU Fresno State game or even Air Force, you know, frankly. Uh, but great start in conference play by CSU. I was able to catch up with Adam Nygon, the color commentator for CSU men's basketball. He's great. I, I think he's brilliant. He's a great follow online. Follow him on Twitter if you do not. But I, I just kind of picked his brain as far as what stood out the most about CSU in this win over New Mexico. What we've learned about this team, we compared them to the team of two years ago, as well as the NCAA tournament teams of 10, 11 years ago. So it was a lot of fun. I think Ram fans are going to enjoy this conversation quite a bit. Real quick, before we get to it, when you get hurt, Backus and Shanker is here to help. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. There's no upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients, now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Backus and Shanker help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accident, motorcycle, ride share, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call Bax and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. All right, we've got a special guest on the DMVR Rams podcast presented by High Plains Strains, Adam Nygon, play-by-play, or color commentator, my bad, for CSU men's basketball, one of the voices of the Rams, CSU alum and former CSU basketball player. Adam, thank you so much for doing this. First off, um, 
What was your big takeaway from last night? It was obviously a, a late night. I think I got back to Denver around 1 a.m., but it was worth it because the Rams, they pulled out the victory, 76-68. Big night from Cartier. Stevens has a, a really efficient, typical night. But uh, what stood out the most to you? Well, I, I think we're eternally grateful that House was able to pick up his third foul, not more in particular the second foul right away, as quick as it happened, because at that stretch of the game, we'd have like one assist to, to five made field goals, and, and Isaiah was just – it was – you know, one-on-one, you know, not you could see Medved turn into the bench, say, man, those aren't our shots. You know, I don't like that. So what worried me is, is House just picking up 40 feet on Isaiah and, you know, not leaving his side, you know, telling him he's, he's chewing mint winter fresh or whatever type of gum he's got. And it, it, it was just the second that he got that foul, just freed everybody up. They got back to their, you know, their principles of all their stuff, swinging the ball around and, you know, that was probably to me the biggest key is his second foul in the first half and then him picking up that fourth foul, you know, throwing that tantrum at half court. And, you know, that really got the crowd involved, you know. And and so, you know, that's with unfortunately with House, that's a double-edged sword with him because he really wants to get that crowd involved talking, talking to him a little bit. And, you know, that kind of obviously fueled him as you know, what, what does he play here? Let's see. He, he played 18 minutes and scored 14 points, four or five from deep. And I mean, it's quick as release as he can, man. She, I was worried there towards the end as, you know, they we were up 14 with three to go. And it was like, you know, they, they can still come back the way they play. So, you know, to me, that was the biggest difference is, is the fouls really added up for the Lobos in particular house, you know, and not being able to defend Isaiah. Yeah, I thought that was a huge factor. I felt like he lost his composure a little bit, but he's obviously a, a baller and he's a lot of fun. I think he's good for the league to have somebody that kind of embraces that villain mentality and obviously can can back it up. I mean, he had a huge game against CSU in Albuquerque last year, and I'm sure that uh, that game in the pit is going to be just as tough. Um, the, the Lobos fans are going to be fired up. That's a really intense arena. Um, I. I I'm curious, what do you think this team's defensive ceiling is? Because I, I feel like they struggled a little bit early on with the the pick and roll. Uh, they were kind of giving up some easy looks in the paint. Then they, as the game went on, um, you know, you started to switch a little bit better. They're fighting through some of the ball screens. They started clogging up some of those passing lanes and stuff. But the, the thing is, is in some of CSU's biggest wins this year, Creighton last night, the Rams haven't even shot the three ball well. Like I feel like it's been the defense that's been the biggest key for this group. Yeah, you're right. It's it's to me the 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 difference is the ten assists plus margin they're running at. They're averaging twenty assists, but only giving up ten assists. And so when when teams aren't getting assists, what types of shots are they taking? Well, it's a lot of you know size me up, you know you versus me, and you know you you got to score over the top of some really good defenders that we have in particular, Jalen Lake, Nick Clifford is, is going to put the clamps on you. And, you know, Bemba is going to body you up from anywhere in the lane. If you even come across the paint. And so, you know, we've got a different toughness about us this year that we probably haven't had, honestly, even in the Roddy days with Medved, this whole team as a whole is, is just tougher and has that edge to them defensively, like you had mentioned. And to me, it's that, you know, we get 20 assists and are only giving up 10. So, so we know that we're, we're filling up the paint, not giving up, you know, not, ball's not moving too easy. Although it moved pretty easily last night in the pick and roll against New Mexico as, you know, I don't know what we were going to do, but you know, what happened last night to us is, 
how many one two pass possessions was it into a quick pick and roll layup layup dunk mm-hmm. like like to me like you got to be set as a defense and at least fill it in because in the first half New Mexico only attempted seven threes so you know they killed us on that pick and roll at, at some point we did adjust and we're able to fill it up and, and, and surprise a few of those roles and get a lot of steals there in the second half I think we definitely they definitely lost their composure a lot but you know defensively when we speed teams up and are getting out in transition from that defense that's really what you know kind of lights us on fire how does this team compare on the defensive side to like those groups from, you know, 10, 11 years ago with Pierce Hornung and Colton Iverson, where I feel like maybe those groups were a little more stout in the paint in terms of like shot blocking abilities, just kind of blocking things up. But this team might be a better perimeter defending team when healthy, at least. I mean, when Josiah is back and they're at their full capability. Yeah. It, it, it. We got to be careful comparing that 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 NCAA uh, team of uh, what 2012 because they yeah. are uh, my goodness that lineup of Pierce playing a four Colt playing the five and and then you know Wes and Dorian and you know everybody in that lineup it it was they had to play three around two because Colt was just a beast inside. So, you know, this is two different styles of teams that we're talking about, but you know, defensively, you know, we we just have a, a pride about us, I guess. It's 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 you know we know we're undersized. I, I was talking to Cartier after on the post game, and it's like you know he knows he's undersized. He's got like one career dunk at CSU, and and it's like he's like, well, yeah, I know I've got to do things different ways before we leave the ground, or you know I've got to play a position game, and so that to me is is we got guys who are, are are wanting to to be in the right spots and defensively that that's how you get better defensively is wanting to play defense and so you know it, it's no no surprise we are undersized at some of those you know big spots especially my goodness Nelly Joseph Jr looked like a monster with top and play the 4 5 and you know it just it doesn't matter if if you've got an edge and a fierceness about you and when you can bring a guy like Bemba off the bench just to kind of bully each other back a little bit as a freshman, man, that's uh, that's special to have. And, you know, it's just, again, we keep just finding a way to win these games. We had, we had 14 assists, 15 turnovers. First time all year we've had a, a negative differential and assists to, to turnovers and you still get it done. So it's just it continuing to believe and just know that at the end of the game, you know, we're going to figure it out. Is this team, is this team deeper than the Roddy group top to bottom, just in terms of like mentioning Bemba and Tavy And I mean, they didn't have those caliber of athletes coming off the bench defensively. I don't think. And I mean, when you look at Joel Scott and Neek and, and all these guys, it, and that's, that, that's not a shot at anybody on, you know, that team. That was obviously a great group built by Medved was a huge part of the revitalization of this program. But I don't know, man, top to bottom. I don't even th- think it's that like much of a hot take. No, it, it, it isn't. We, I mean, you see it, we can play 10 guys if we wanted to, or we could play seven. It's, it's, it's just, that's the hardest part for that coaching staff. I feel like is you got too many guys, you know, it's kind of easy when yes, you have five I've or six. I've been saying that all year. Yeah. And it was like, I wondered with San Diego state last year, how they were going to manage it. And it actually, they did it well. I mean, especially in the tournament where it kind of becomes a, a battle of attrition, being able to go like nine, 10 deep. in a couple of those games proved to be big for them. What do you think happens with the rotation here though? Just because, it's going to be hard to take some of these guys off the floor, especially with, you know, how uh, 
how efficient some of these guys are offensively and the effort they're bringing on the defensive side. It it is, and it it's like you now you got Josiah Strong. He he's banging yeah. on the door to come back. I just saw him in the the post game too. He's like, hey, I'm I'm hoping Saturday. So it's 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 just one of these iron sharpens iron, and now guys' minutes like a Tavy Jackson who is averaging twenty minutes the last four games, he only gets ten, but but plays big minutes plus eight, and and so these guys' minutes is going to shrink, but but can they still be efficient in what they do? And again, back to that coaching staff, how can you keep rotating guys, you know, and moving them, you know, the different pieces around just to kind of keep that machine fueled. And it is, it's going to come down to, you know, Kyan Evans off the bench only plays five minutes. I mean, he's been playing 20 minutes. So those guys are going to find out quick that that lineup towards the end of the season usually does shrink too. You know, mm-hmm. you do kind of tighten things up and it's, it. I think it's been great for us to be able to get live reps for everybody. So everybody's kind of still ready and, and just, you know, that's the mentality is if, if I think if you're showing up in practice every day and playing hard, like, who knows? Jack Payne turns a corner. He could come out and start playing. That coaching staff is going to give you a shot is what I'm saying. And so I, uh, I, I, I don't feel for them in the fact that they've got to actually play chess a little bit, you know, with the pieces that they have, because there's just so many good ones. It's going to be interesting. It was one of the things I talked about, even from the beginning of the year, just how do you manage the, the natural ego? I mean, guys are working hard. Obviously you want to play. A lot of these guys are capable of playing a, a bigger role not even just at a D1 school, but like, I mean, a guy like Javante Johnson has started in this league and has, you know, been a impactful player. I'm sure when he transferred over, this isn't exactly what he envisioned. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if you're a guy like Pavey, you probably don't expect a fifth year of Isaiah, you know, or, you know, if you're a guy like uh, Kyle Evans, you know, you don't expect a fifth year and Joel Scott to come in. It's, it's, it's a lot to manage for this staff. And it's going to be interesting to see if, if they keep winning, I think that helps a lot. But like, is that enough to kind of keep everybody content and locked in as the year goes on? I just, I don't see ego other than, you know, Isaiah knows who he is and and is confident in who he is, you know, and that, that, that's not cocky. That's, you know, that's just, is that's a fact, you know? So uh, I'll say this, I'll say they've done a great job of keeping everybody fresh. I don't know if you've mentioned at all that, Isaiah is averaging career highs in field goal percentage, three-point percentage, assists per games, and steals, but is a career low in his minutes played this year. So he's, he's only playing 32 minutes a game, which, uh, again, you know he can go for 40 if we needed him to, but but to keep the guy with, with, with fresh legs, sneaking him 10, 15 minutes with media timeouts and all that, I mean, it, you're seeing why the numbers are where they're at. He's averaging 17 points, but has only attempted – 13 field goals three times this year three, you know so it's like he's so efficient and picks his spots and then you know i love when he shakes and bakes and kind of sizes those guys up in some of those mid-range shots man those are kind of my, my favorite marquee shots of his i can't wait i think it's going to be a huge factor come march just having your legs still and having these guys be a little fresher than maybe they would have been in in other situations um is isaiah the greatest player in program history i understand the argument <laughs> yes. is is all contextual. And like, I'm not saying like there's probably, but there've been more explosive guys, you know, there maybe have been better, you know, pure jump shooters. There may be guys at different roles, but when you think about what he's meant in terms of building this program, probably going to be a second tournament run, hopefully a tournament victory, maybe the, you know, first ever regular season mountain West title. We'll see. It's going to be a gauntlet 
2,000 career points, but also in an era where loyalty is uncommon. And I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody in years past who were loyal to CSU and had great long careers. But the, the context has changed now. And these guys have options and big money. Like we all know that there have been power five programs that have come after Isaiah. He could have hopped in the portal, chased a check. He's here. He's established a legacy. I don't know. To me, that maybe means a little bit more just because of how easy it is for guys to jump ship now. Well, and Isaiah couldn't have just chased a check. He he would he would have been chasing one of those public housing clearing checks that show up at your door. <laughs> one of those, you know, big supermarket sweep type checks, man. I mean. The, to think the some of the numbers that he might have heard this summer, even to just float around, it would be kind of disgusting to even mention. And you know, he is. He to me, he's he's the greatest basketball player to play at CSU from start to finish. Now, there, like you said, there's probably a player like a Milt Palacio or somebody who goes on to have a better NBA career and do things kind Jason of at that next Smith, level. Like right, it's all hard exactly. to compare, but right, but but to be there for five years, he's he's graduated with you know, and then some. You know, I don't know whatever else he's adding to his his resume there, but to to do what he's done for five years at the level that he's done from you know freshman year coming in and and starting and averaging what he did, it's it's special to see that you know. Medved took a shot at him, you know, when he was, you know, getting recruited and said, Hey, I want you to do this. You're going to come in and be this right away. So, you know, to believe in him early, you know, when you, when you build that loyalty and that trust, obviously it's, it's, it's showing why it matters so much where, you know, Medved gets you to stay another year. Like it, it's, it's the staff, it's, it's everything to where when you build that culture, what are you going to do? You're going to go to a big power five where you know, it's run more like an NBA program where, you know, you better show up, you better play this, better do this. And and I don't really care. You know, it's a completely different style. So I think it, it's it's just so special for him to come back. And I, I've never been so happy to be wrong about it as, you know, Coach Ali likes to tell me, he's like, you went on the Brady Holso told everybody he wasn't coming back and you, you were saying <laughs> no way. So I, uh, I, I, I'm so happy to be wrong about that. And, you know, I he's he's not only the greatest, you know, CSU player, but he's he might be one of the smartest basketball players to ever be there in a sense that like he like I can't even explain to you when I talk to him on the side about like just pick and roll situations where it's like he he sounds like kind of like LeBron where he's like, well, I know, you know, Bemba's in the corner, but he's only shooting 30 percent. But I have so and so on the other corner, you know, in the pocket where he's already, you know, 60 percent from there. Like it's like he's That's thinking LeBron, of all Jokic this, type. Yeah, thing. it is. And it's like you know, the passes that he makes that he sees before they even happen. It's, it's just, it, 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 it's, I'm, I'm numb to it because I've seen it so long that I just, I, you know, I'm going to look back and it, it probably next year and just be like, you know, shaking my head at the point guard position, you know, cause like what we've been so spoiled the last five years. So I, I I'm just here for the ride, man. I've, I've enjoyed every second of, of Isaiah Stevens and what he has, you know, meant to the brand and, and to the boys. And so, yeah, let's let's just keep it rolling and, and, and let's get him an All American title. That's that's really what he's missing, right? Like an All American would just kind of be that cherry on top. Yeah, that national recognition would be really cool. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I do have a couple of personal questions for you per the request of Ram Nation. Um, yeah, let's go. But I would, one more just on the team, just to kind of put a bow on it. We'll get right back to that conversation with Adam Nygon. 
But High Plains Strains provides top-quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. Check them out for all your needs, including infused edibles, high-potency concentrates, and some of the best flour in the state. They have three convenient locations in northeastern Colorado, Log Lane Village, Garden City, and Sedgwick. If you are in northeastern Colorado, they are the dispensary for you. You can save time by ordering online at highplainstrains.com. You can pick up conveniently, and all of their locations have drive throughs so you don't even have to get out of your car when it's freezing and snowing. That is such a huge relief. Make sure you use the code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores to take advantage of some of their killer deals, including an ounce for 80 Veritas 8ths for 25 Mammoth 1-gram cartridges for 15 or Exquisite Extracts are 4 for 40 Remember, use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores to take advantage of these High Plains Strains deals. I also want to talk to you guys about Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for your next big event. With Game Time, you don't have to stress. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever. They have the best killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. I was actually on there the other day, kind of browsing. Almost went to a Nuggets game because they had some killer deals. Ended up being lazy. But that's the thing about Game Time is with their killer deals... It can entice even a a house body like me to want to get up and and go out and do something. It's just really convenient. They show you your price up front. So many places these days, you think you're getting a sweet deal. And then at the end, they hit you with a convenience fee and just using our app fee and a breathing on a Tuesday fee. With game time, the price you see is the price that you get. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the app, create an account, use the code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, use that code DNVR for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. This team's already accomplished so much, and I'm a big proponent of enjoy the ride. Like I've pointed out the fact that, you know, in this century, CSU has only won multiple high major games two other times. So the fact that this team won four in the non-conference slate, that's huge. You've had first time you're ranked in November, highest ranking in program history, a, you know, home win over CU in front of a sellout crowd. Like all of these things are things that you should appreciate regardless of, you know, what happens down the line. But let's be real. I mean, the games that everybody like remembers when it's all said and done, they happen in, you know, late February, March. And obviously the the postseason setting, is there like a marker for you to where this team needs to get for it to feel like they lived up to their potential, whether that's a Mountain West title, uh, you know, they need to win a tournament game. I don't know. Like, is there something for you where you're like, this is kind of what I need to see them reach, assuming, you know, everybody's healthy and, and all that. Well, they set the standard already. I mean, winning those games and doing that. I mean, it's it's a title or bust to me. It, it, they the, with the way they've set. I mean, what it, what you know? How have they not set that standard and, and proven themselves? You know, along the way to to make you say that. I mean, obviously, like it's going to be a grind. It's it's you know, Medved gets on the air and we tell him San Diego State just beat Gonzaga, and he says, "I know the league runs through San Diego. We know this. We are we are not you know we're not numb to the fact that they've been in." seven of the last 10 and you know, Mount West conference tournament championships. So it's like, they know who they've got to go through. And they, you know, to me, the scary part about San Diego state, not to talk non CSU, but nobody's really, you know, they've, they've kind of put themselves in the underdog role 
And it's like, to me, I, I don't know, want I them to it. be the underdogs. <laughs> I don't want, you know, they don't need anything extra over there to, to do anything. So I, I, you know, that's, that's, that's where I'm at with things. I think it is, it's, it's, you know, if we're not one or two at the end of the season, it's because somebody's hurt or, or we, you know, we really kind of, you know, let, let ourselves down a little bit, because I think with the, the, the setting you have, have put on the table, it's, it, you know, it's time to eat and, and, and we need to, to, to kind of get there. And, you know, the thing I was talking about the other day is, you know, this team was, was right in there two years ago for that Mountain West regular season title. But, you know, we, we kind of got thrown a crazy schedule and, and we don't get a third game, have to play that Wyoming game, lose that game. And so we had a shot at that regular season title a couple of years ago that, that, that just didn't come to fruition with, with COVID and what happened. But I do, I think, it's got to be, you know, one or two this year and, and it's going to come down to the end and we're going to have to win some tough games on the road, especially this this next two weeks, man. I'm right there with you. It's weird to be in that position as a as a Ram fan. I mean, more especially with football, with the way that's been. But I just mean like feeling like, no, like this, this is ours to take. Like, I don't need to be. Well, like, I hope it all goes right and the, the right circumstances yeah. happen to come together. It's no, this team is for real. And they are as good as anybody in the country. Um, off of that, just as somebody that you know came into this program when it was being built under Tim Miles to win seven games your freshman year, I think you guys lost 17 straight to close out the regular season. That's brutal. What was it like, though, to be a part of that ascension? And I mean, you know, to go from winning 16 games your first two years in total to 16 year games your junior year, I think 19 games your senior year. And obviously CSU goes to back-to-back NCAA tournaments after that. What has all of this meant to you to see just kind of this rise? And I know there were a couple of down years under Larry, but for the most part, like this all kind of started with you guys like back in 2007. Well, you must not have been there when we lost 17 straight and went and beat Wyoming in the Mount West. Right, that tournament. was the next and question. Don't Super worry. Bowl, man. It was a <laughs> Super Bowl for us. You have no idea how good that felt. Man, I remember just like my dad came down after that game. We were so hyped after just being beaten up through a, a, a tough league. And, you know, for me, it was a win too, right? Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And, and it just, you know, it was the playing game. Like, so look back at what it was and where it was. It was just, but that that team had some dudes. I mean, Brandon Ewing, one of the best, you know, play at, at Wyoming. And then, uh, what, what was that guard? Adam, uh, he, he's a, oh, Ladee. He's a no. He's at San Diego State. I'm sorry, I can't think of his name. I should know that, but uh, he's an assistant at San Diego State now. And uh, you know they had that kind of duo as a, a combo guard. And man, it was such a gauntlet. Marcus Walker. We go up to Anchorage, Alaska, my freshman year, and he scores 41 against uh, I think it was like Oregon State or Middle Tennessee. One of those. We win the tournament. Dude. We 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 started that season like three and one, and then you know just lose 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 and you know for me i was just happy to be out there that freshman year to be honest with you so it was uh it was such a wild ride but yes the the mountain west championship playing game was a super bowl victory for us that year and it it, it was fun man that's uh that was kind of the one that that actually kind of catapulted us into that you know next off season and really kind of made you go back to work and you know it it, it is cool to see it's cool to see what I've kind of helped start with miles and kind of build in. I mean, again, to start that freshman year, we had like five guys get arrested, kicked off the team. Uh, we, we had all sorts of dysfunctionality in the team. We had to kick a couple of guys off mid season. Like 
to go from there with like 10 fans in the seats to like, we were, you know, you talk about not peaking too early. We peaked too early my senior year. We had 19 wins. We had to go into Air Force and we just had to beat Air Force and we had 20 wins and a, and a finished fourth in the league. We, we were going to probably get ourselves in the champion or the tournament. And, uh, you know, we go out and shoot like two of 20 from three. I, I, I didn't make a shot. We just like, it hurts so bad, man. Cause then we had to play Utah and another tough team after that. So it was, uh, you, you talk about not peaking too soon and not getting to the tournament. And then that next year they go back to back. It hurt only just a little bit. I'll say just to let them go. But I was What's proud the of the next them question. Too, is like, that's human nature though, to, especially because you guys were so close. Yeah, it, it it was. And I went to that game. I went to Louisville. I watched them. I cheered them on. I was, uh, I, you know, I, I, I was so hyped. I, I needed to put a Jersey on and get my, my tail on that, that bench somehow. But, uh, you know, that was impressive for them to go to the tournament the year after we graduated, what we did with Andy Ogaday, the all Mountain West, you know, first teamer, you know, for them to come back and, and play small ball and just, you know, absolutely grind themselves to the NCAA tournament. That's probably more impressive than them just getting there and, and, you know, that next season with what they had in Colton Iverson, my goodness, he was a big piece for them. How are Tim miles and Nico Medved similar or different? Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting. I mean, their personalities are completely different, you yeah. know that. So it's, it, but in a good way, they, you know, it's, it's the yin to the yang type situation. And, he, you know, Miles is is a, is a funny, quirky guy, and, and and Nico is is more of like an X and O's grind you up kind of guy. I would say that they 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 think a little differently in, in schemes, and you know, you know, Coach Miles is a little more simple, you know, style, free flowing offense. Where Nico, it's the same, but they have like forty calls, dude. I, I sit in the, some of those shoot around breakfasts, and I'm hearing some of these calls, and I'm like, how are these kids even remembering half this stuff? But <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot simpler than my brain could put it at, but it, it is. It, they've got a lot of different calls, and I think, you know, they're just – they play off each other, and that's why they were so good together is because it's it, – you know, they're both good people, and so that when they mean well, you know, the fights are only about basketball. You know, it's never anything personal, so. Were you surprised he didn't get hired away by a bigger school after kind of the success they had last year at a place that, frankly – has had very little success ever. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I mean, that's, you know, I, me and him have a, a relationship, but it's nothing to where we talk anything about his jobs. It's certainly, he doesn't yeah, really talk about that, you know? So it's, you know, I, I personally didn't, I don't know how you didn't take a shot at him somewhere along the way, but some of those jobs just don't line up, man. It's just like, you know, you get like, you know, alumni or famous players who just pop up like the Cal job was, you know, something that I thought he might get some interest in, but it, 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 for him to have a year he had at San Jose state, that's one of the like worst you know places for basketball in, in the country, not just, you know, in the Mount West, but it is, it, it, you have no resources. You're playing in a gym of 10 people. And, you know, for what he did last year and, and to have the, you know, player of the year, it helps a little bit, but, uh, you know, it, it certainly was really impressive what he did last year, similar to what, you know, coach Sprinkle at Utah state's doing this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously as a fan of a mid-major program, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything. Cause I always get annoyed when any type of success by Nico is immediately followed up with the national. Well, where is he going next? And, you know, maybe if he, that will happen at some point down the line, but 
it was just frustrating for me to watch that San Jose State senior night last year, knowing what they had accomplished, knowing they had Omari Moore. And like you said, there's 10 people in the gym. I was just like, ah, him deserves better than that. I, I mean, they're trying everything over there. They were doing Star Wars nights, you know, Harry Potter theme night. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying whatever they can. And it, it, people are stealing stuff out of their locker rooms. It's, it's, it's a wild situation over there. So I, uh, I, I think he's, I don't know what he's going to do. I He, he kind of made it sound like this might be his last stop, you know, last hurrah for him before he retired. But I mean, guys like that, they just say that, you know, they just say stuff like that. They know they're lifers and they, you know, what are they going to do? Play golf all day. Like he, he, he'll get bored after two weeks. So I He'd imagine great on TV. Oh, he is great on TV. He did a couple of years, you know, for the big 10. I watched him. He's, you know, funny dude. And he, and he, he does say some, you know, good things on air. So I don't know. I don't see him retiring anytime soon just because I know he's a grinder and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I'm eternally grateful for the relationship I have with Tim. That's for sure. Well, dude, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, It means a lot to me to have you on this podcast. And, you know, I've I've said it on Twitter, but you do phenomenal work, both with the stuff you do on social and just the broadcast. I mean, I, I watch a lot of college basketball, both in the Mountain West and the league as a whole. And I think Ram fans are just really fortunate to have a duo like you and and Brian who not only bring passion, but know what you're talking about. Cause there's some broadcasts you watch where it's just like, man, is this your first basketball game? But genuinely for what you do for Ram nation and for this community, you know, it's, it's huge. Well, I'll say the same to you. You, you do a great job of focusing in on, on, you know, CSU in general, which, you know, we need that coverage and stuff like that. And, so I, I appreciate everybody and you who's just willing to kind of put me on a platform and let me talk some hoops, man. I uh, I, I love doing what I'm doing on broadcast. I try to be, you know, objective. And so I, good or bad, I'm going to kind of point out some things where, you know, some kids do something wrong. I'm going to call you out on it or I think you could be better on it. I'm going to say it. But at the same time, you know, I see a good move from Donovan Dent the other night and I say, yikes, you know, that was nice. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, you know. Well, you I'm make a fan the of the audience game, more so. formed, which I think yeah. is supposed to be the point. Well, exactly. And honestly, that's that's kind of what a, those dumb videos on TikTok and Twitter that I'm doing are. I uh, I put a lot of work into some of the pregame numbers and stuff I put together. And I know a lot of people don't get a chance to listen to the radio or some of the pregame stuff. So part part of those videos and stuff is me just trying to 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 put enough more spotlight on the team and, and show some of the numbers and work I'm doing on the side, you know, in a different medium. Everybody go follow Adam on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it these days at a Nigon underscore 12. Make sure you listen to the broadcast. You can find all the links to that on the CSU website, csurams.com. Thank you again, man. Really means a lot. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be.